Apple released the beta of iOS 14.5 and it's no ordinary OS update. It has major new features that will enhance your iPhone experience. We'll talk about iOS 14.5 and more in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So yeah, this iOS 14.5. I always say um, point, but it's whatever it is. <laughs> I, I go back and forth with point and dot. This is one of the this is like a callback to like iOS 9.2 or 8.5 when they used to be like like you know major mid-cycle releases. Not not iOS. I meant I meant no, Mac OS. Sorry. Normally, the the main point releases, like a 14.3, 14.4, always have some user-facing features. And if it's just bug fixes, they get an additional dot. It's like 14.3.2. And it was weird because the last one, uh, iOS 14.4, really didn't have any new features. Just It was just bug fixes. So why did it get a big a big update letter? It was almost a, they called that one 4 just so they can call this one 5. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh we're, we're, we're one off. Hurry, hurry up. Push something out. This this could possibly be the biggest iOS 14 update since it was released in last year, last year since the main 14.4. 14. 14. Did it bring, um, was that the one that brought uh, the HomePod, like whatever it is, the uh, continuity thing? Or something. It, it, it was something with with HomePod Mini, where like handoff or something, or or notifications or. Um, I, God, I can't remember if that was 14.3 or 14.4, but that was that was the that's when they did the handoff with U1 to the capable iPhones. So there are a lot of new features. I think there are two major features that are getting a lot of attention in the media. There is the app tracking transparency, and there is the unlock your iPhone with the Apple Watch. Which one do you guys want to talk about first? Uh, let's get that uh, app tracking out of the way. <laughs> let's get the hairy one out of the way. <laughs> it's the yeah, it's hairy and it's like the least like cool in a way, but it's in a way it's the most important. Um, yeah. Uh, people are kind of talking about it like it's new, but Apple announced it last summer with the iOS 14 stuff and it basically got delayed. They decided, Oh, we'll give people more time. We'll push it back to the spring. So this is your delayed release of this, but the whole idea is that they're just, just like an app asks you if you want to let it use your location or something, you get an iOS prompt. If an app is, does cross site tracking, tracking across different apps, across websites and stuff, anything, any tracking outside of its own app, it will have to prompt you in that same iOS style, like, you know, OS prompt, where you'll have to say, yes, allow this to track me or no, don't. And that's it. And Facebook and everybody else who tracks you all over the friggin' web. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, it's, it's big business and it's, it's big business that no one really understands that you can opt out of all that stuff but you got to dive into settings and know what you're doing. Now it's going to be right there. And most people or a lot of people are going to say, hey, well, I don't want that. Yeah, people have no idea that. Or or if they know, they don't, it's not front and uh, it's not part of their, their frontal lobe thinking. Yeah, they haven't put much thought into and it And I've never asked anybody about like, you know, how is Facebook tracking you and stuff. That gives, that has any concept of the idea that Facebook is not just tracking you within Facebook. 
isn't just tracking all the stuff you post and like and all that other stuff. They they don't know that like no, they know every other app you launch and when and how much and every site you go to and every, and it's worse on uh iOS where they're not just tracking websites you visit, they're looking at other app data, um data from other apps and stuff. And and they're using that to sell into an ad network that goes beyond Facebook. And they're, they're making a lot of money doing that. They're making a lot of money. Yeah. It, it, you know, if you just think about how much it costs to run Facebook for a billion people and the fact that they don't charge anyone anything like it's. And, and Facebook has already started now fighting against this, even though it hasn't even taken effect yet. They took out a full page ad last year to say, hey, listen, this is going to decimate small businesses because small businesses rely on what we do. And that's how you find out about the local restaurant that's up the block and has a special and now there's pop-up ads in, in iOS that mm-hmm. says, hey, do you want this? Because here's why it's great. And they want you to know that their ad tracking thing is it. It's not tracking. They're they're trying to deliver you things that you already need. We're just taking all your information while we're doing it. Yeah. To, to Facebook's credit, I do remember the days before cross-site ad tracking and stuff mm-hmm. when small businesses just didn't exist and there were yeah, no, no it's true. ads there, for them. It's... it's, it's you know, I mean, the, the web is a vast wasteland of small businesses and everyone's looking for for an edge. But th- there's other ways to do it. Facebook isn't the only way and taking all of our, you know, tracking everything that we do on the web isn't the only way to, to, to deliver. And the idea that a local restaurant needs to, that Facebook needs to track me across the web and other apps in order to tell me that my local business has a sale is ridiculous. They know, they, they can within the app, know my location and send me relevant ads that is not it's just not as profitable for facebook and and i stuff. And can count on maybe one hand uh, uh facebook or or even google ad services ads that i've said oh i'll check that out and maybe bought something or that i looked at it and thought i i really they really needed to track me every every single thing i do everywhere even outside of their services to deliver this to me like not just know my location based on my IP or something like that. So yeah, we and we keep saying Facebook, but Facebook's just yeah, the yeah, yeah, biggest of course, of course. offender in a way. They're just the biggest, but so many companies do this, and it really is just about a- Apple's defenses. This is about informed consent. We don't block it. We just make people say, "Yeah, I want to allow this." And you know, some some will. Uh, I think a lot more than do now won't. And it's going to Facebook already in its in its earnings. They said, hey, there's going to be uh, uh, an issue with this going forward. They already warned their investors that it could it could have an impact on their bottom line. I mean, there's a lot of iPhones out there. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people using them. I think a billion at last count. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But um, it stands to severely impact Facebook and Google and a bunch of other companies. You know. So how this relates to iOS 14.5 is... Um, 14.5 puts in the into place the framework to make this happen, but you're not going to see it right now with the beta because they haven't started enforcing it yet. When it just puts it into place so that when they flip the switch on the back end saying this is we enforce this rule now, you you get the prompt and stuff. And you know apps will have to, or developers are going to have to, uh, I guess update their apps just, just like with that with that privacy um, the privacy labels. Like if you don't update your app, nothing's gonna change. Like you have to, you have to. That notification gets pushed out when you update. But all the big companies that are the worst offenders of this can't. Yeah, right. They can go for a little while while they figure it out. But yeah, right. They can't can't be forever. Yeah, 
that's this probably the 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 most unsung advancement of iOS 14. Everybody focuses on all these like big features, but they did a a ton of smaller stuff about around privacy. Um, and it's huge. Everything from like lighten a little light up when your microphone's being used and stuff like that, like just a million things. And it's good. I hope they keep going down this path. Another new feature is the, as I brought up earlier, the, now we, now we get into the fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's the ability to unlock your iPhone with the Apple watch. When the pandemic hit, everyone started, or almost everyone started wearing masks for protection uh but then that kind of interfered with face id and apple has finally come up with kind of a solution for for this but it requires an apple watch they looked at how you can unlock your mac with the apple watch and they said wait a minute <laughs> like so it's kind of that same idea if people use their apple watch to unlock their mac you can now use your apple watch to unlock your phone in iOS 14.5. Jason, you've tested it. You said you have to wear, you have to be, like it detects when you're wearing a mask. Yeah, it, it will just use Face ID as normal when it sees your face. And when it sees that you're wearing a mask over your, your I guess it just says the bottom half of your face is like undistinguishable or whatever. It just automatically pings your, your Apple Watch. You get a little double tap on the wrist and it unlocks. And it's fast. Um, it's, it's really brilliant. Um, Everybody out there, if you're grabbing the public beta, you have to know you also need the Apple Watch, the Watch OS 7.4 beta. You need both. And then you need to go in settings and turn it on. It's not on by default. So you need to go into your settings, face ID and passcode and flip a switch. Does it prompt you the first time it doesn't unlock or something or no? No, it just once you've turned on that switch because it's it's all opt in, you got to turn it on. As long as your Apple Watch is on you and unlocked, same as with the Mac. Uh, and protected with a passcode, all the same stuff as unlocking your Mac. It just happens, and it happens like in a heartbeat. But it does double. It taps you on your your wrist so that you know. Does it give you um, like a prompt to turn it on? I I have Can you install it with 14.5. Nope. I I would hope they do, or I would hope that the first time Face ID detects that you're fails, but it fails because you're wearing a mask. It would be nice if it prompted you and said, hey. Yeah. Or if you meet all the conditions, like it knows you have an Apple Watch, all this other stuff. I don't think they're going to do that. This is a feature I really wish we had like yeah, eight, months, eight ago. months ago. It would yeah. have saved. So I can't tell you how many times in the store I'm trying to pay with Apple Pay and uh, or I'm looking looking up something on my phone. That's the I'm in Lowe's one, trying to check up. Like I'm holding something in one hand and I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so over, over on Android for years, they've had this thing called trusted devices. And if you have a smartwatch or, or a pair of Bluetooth earbuds, um, it automatically keeps your phone unlocked. This is a little bit different because oh, there's there's still that layer of security, but um, it makes it a little, makes it a lot easier. Yep. And it was really good for your car. Passcode. That way, when your Bluetooth is connected yes, to your yes, car, yes, yes. you would just it would not lock your phone all the time. Yeah, and uh, I mean that's that's a one of those things that I've always wanted Apple to bring, and this is kind of a small piece of that. I don't think Apple will ever. Do no. That. I think there's Apple Watch or no, I don't. I don't think, think so. that's secure enough for them. Right. But this uh, the Apple Watch situation, it hasn't proven to be a problem with the Mac or anything. Like people take their Macs to a coffee shop or something, and nobody's like spoofing it or anything, because it's it's making sure. First of all, it's using the secure enclave stuff on your 
which is sort of synced with what your Apple Watch's secure enclave does, right? So it's, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you can't just have your Apple Watch. You have to have it on you. You have to have it unlocked. Your Apple Watch is locked when you put it on, and it always requires you to unlock it one time. And then as soon as you take it off, it locks again. So, you know, there's, there's layers here that I think it's good enough. So if you're still using the original Apple Watch, which is not compatible with Watch OS 7, so you yes. won't get this feature. Uh, watch 2, I don't think it's... Yeah, watch, you're right. Watch 2 and the original Watch. Yeah. Watch Watch 0 and then 2 or whatever. You need at least a 3, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Oh, Watch OS 7 compatibility starts with Series 3. 3 or later. Apple also announced that the Apple Fitness Plus will work with AirPlay 2. Well, to be fair, they didn't announce any of this. <laughs> they just shipped it out to, to developers. Yeah, that, that's one of those, like, like duh. I don't know why. It's only been a month, but why? This really seems like the kind of thing that they was always planned and just wasn't working or something. Or... Right. It wasn't ready when they said they would promise Fitness Plus, so they decided to just... Because nobody wants to watch a fitness video and try and work out with it on their phone. Yeah, it's 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 hard. I I've I've done it for like you know stretching and stuff, and you really have to be a, like a perfect position for it. It's not easy. So yeah, this way you can you can airplay it to your TV, and there's a lot of TVs that have AirPlay 2 support now, because otherwise you just needed an Apple TV, or maybe you could get away with doing an iPad. But this helps a lot. The only thing is missing is your your real time stats from your Apple Watch that show up on the corner that won't show up on the AirPlay thing. I, you can live without it, honestly. They make a big deal about that, it'll but still it's, be, it'll still be on, on the watch. It'll, yeah, it'll still record all that stuff. It's actually will be on your phone screen or your iPad screen, but it's it just won't be up on your your TV that you're airplaying to. If you're somebody who uses dual SIMs, there will be 5G global dual SIM support in this update. Another curious feature that like why why did that not arrive when the iphone launched i mean it's not something that i needed but and it worked did. in um china like in mainland china if you used a dual sim whichever was your data sim did work with 5g and everywhere else you just it downgraded you to 4g lte like everywhere if you use dual sim and now it, it won't it just feels like where was this last year I've read this morning that it, there's on the, on the underlying side, it's adding support for what they call SA networks, standalone networks, 5G networks. Most most 5G kind of piggybacks on 4G LTE carrier signals right now, and the next evolution of that is what they call standalone, which is voice and everything else just goes over the 5G channels, and it allows that's what's going to allow like a whole bunch more devices to connect and all this other stuff. So uh, it looks like they're, this will be good prep for the future because as 5G builds out this year, you'll start to see more standalone networks and you'll get a lot better efficiency and all that good stuff. I have to admit, the feature that I'm most excited about... Is it, is it the iPad one? <laughs> no, it's the ability to sort reminders. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, that's, uh, I don't ever use reminders but I was surprised that you couldn't. Right. <laughs> this is one of those that and print. You can you can print reminder lists and I just you just scratch your head going like, how is that not there all along? I mean, it's such a one of those base things that you would think would be basically done when the app was released, but it was never available. Yeah, reminders has been out for how many right. years? Or even when they did that big update to it, you know, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, it's kind of it's coming to the 
Mac OS version as well, 11.3. Few of these are also coming on the Mac, like the updated game controller support that's coming. Can use uh, Xbox Series X or S or PlayStation 5 game controllers. A feature I hope to never have to use is the ability to use Siri to call emergency services. So you can say, "Hey, call emergency." You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> We're sorry, everybody. Sorry, everyone. Uh, yes, you can, you can say that, and you'll get a big three-second countdown on your screen, and to to cancel it. And if you don't, it'll call whatever your local emergency services number is, like nine one one in the U.S. and stuff, on speakerphone. Maybe I'll have to edit. <laughs> just bleep. Bleep I mean, part of it. I'll bleep it. Yeah. Wait, wait. The keyword. <laughs> uh, what else is new? Mike, you talked about the iPad feature. The the iPad feature means when you are docked in the in the three hundred and fifty dollar Apple keyboard dock, and you restart your iPad, the Apple logo is not sighted. <laughs> it only took ten years. I know. But all the official first party stuff that holds your ipad horizontally and <laughs> they're still making yeah. the apple logo it doesn't look ridiculous anymore it's like when they when they had the original um, um power book uh and the, the apple logo when you opened it was upside down it looked at you the right way and then they finally realized like, wait this is ridiculous it's 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 not unlike that but yeah, um, it took it took way way too long. The other iPad thing is emoji search. You used to the search in the emoji keyboard, which yeah, another head scratcher. Yeah. Yeah, that came to iOS 14 on all the iOS devices, but somehow not on iPad, and nobody knew why. Like the widgets not being on the home screen, I can understand because the home screen reflows as you turn your iPad, so that like you can make an excuse for why that doesn't happen. I I think it's I want that feature, but I get it. I, I don't get why there was no emoji search. But it, here it is. Yay. Uh, what else? What am I leaving out? There's a couple little tweaks to the podcast and news apps, just little uh, little design tweaks that show things like how long this podcast is or, you know, reflowing the news screen a little bit. Not not a big deal. Uh, there's a search, a, a dedicated search bar or tab, whatever, in um, news, which is useful. Yeah, like down at the bottom, there's a there's a search button now to pop up a search bar. And there's a rumor, it doesn't look, look like it's iOS 14.5 yet, but um, Apple Card, you will be able to have multiple users for the same card, which is another one that should have been there from the start, but, but useful, uh, assuming that's coming. Yeah, not sure when that's coming. Yeah. Um, maybe Maybe 14.5... Sets all the groundwork, and then they come out with some announcement, and flip a switch, and it's on. Yeah, that's a big deal. It's, it appears this is one of those they found code in the thing. That, yeah, I think it was a nine, nine to five Mac. They they do digging, so they, they they found like you know references to it. And you'll be able to do things like set spending limits and stuff. This is something you can do with regular credit cards all the time. You can get another card for your spouse or whatever, and set a spending limit on share the same account. On multiple cards, which is you know if you people. live in the same household kind of useful right and you've never the, the the sort of way apple card is so tied to your iphone and and a sort of iphone first has really made it a one person card so this gets around that it's a great thing 
they've also found some code about a new framework, like a financial health framework. And we're not sure what that would be, but it sounds like it's the kind of thing where it's going to look on your phone at all your spending habits and go, you know, you spend too much. You should cut out less. You should eat out less often. Like, who knows? Maybe, but maybe it would give you recommendations about how to improve your financial health. You're spending too much. You need to save for the new iPhone that's coming out soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Apple Apple Card is, I think, one of the more underrated, if you want to call it a service, from Apple. It's it's just fantastic how easy it is. How you know the the interface, the payments. It's just it's they 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 kind of nailed it. As far as yep. what I'm looking for in a in a in a credit card, it's it, it's awesome. Yeah, you just have to be committed to iPhone. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. It's really hard to recommend it to anyone who's like, well, maybe my next phone will be an Android phone, and you go, right. well, yeah, right. you really shouldn't. <laughs> but if you're gonna have an iPhone for the next however many years, whether you just don't buy a new one or you're only gonna buy iPhones, yeah, it's it's not a bad. It's a Mastercard, but it's a pretty good Mastercard. Didn't Apple start to make a website to access that? financial data for your apple card i thought they did yeah they they've always had one that had your statements like past statements and now they have one that'll let you see your balance and stuff but it doesn't have the full transactions list like your unless you're looking at like last month's statement which is like a pdf you download or whatever so yeah you can access all this stuff and you can go pay your balance online and on the web and stuff so there is there's a some sort of some level of web access but even even with all that, it's still you. You need an iPhone to get the benefit from it, or else there's really no yeah. point. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Other than that, you're just gonna get one percent cashback right, swipe it's, it's, it's just a credit card. card. Yeah. And you can you can get two. And you on... also can't really use the cash because it's the Apple Pay cash. <laughs> right. That's true. It all comes to your Apple, Apple cash, cash thing, uh, yeah. card, which right. is essentially a Discover cash card. So it's, it's, I mean, it's definitely tied in, and, and it's it's fairly brilliant in that regard. But if you're invested in, in the Apple ecosystem, it's uh, it's it's fantastic. And you know, it's funny the that desire was 14.5 build drop because it's it's almost like 2021 is shaping up to be like the year Apple fixes all of the little things that bug us. Like we got the rumors about the touch bar going away and we got the rumors about they're bringing back the SD card reader and the iMac's getting a redesign. And now with this MagSafe. stuff, MagSafe, it's like, wow. I worry about that MagSafe rumor because uh, everyone, they said the rumor was MagSafe on Mac. And I think everybody thought about the charging cord, the, the MagSafe charging cord that everyone loved. And part of me thinks it's not that part of me thinks that like a MacBook and stuff is going to have a MagSafe area to put your phone down. That would be that would be pretty sweet MagSafe. actually. I'll take either one of those things. But but you'll still just have to plug in a USB-C yeah. cord to, to charge your. MacBook. I don't I don't mind the USB-C power, especially since I have so many devices that already use it. It's just easy to take if because if if MagSafe is another proprietary charger, that's yeah. just annoying. If they find a way to inter- integrate it into USB-C already, and it's just an easier yeah, like a little break, or something, a yeah, like a little yeah. that that's cool. But if they introduce mm-hmm. another charging thing like Lightning, that's only for the Mac, that would just not be great. But they'll unless you know, there's some other benefit, unless it's yeah, it's you know, like super be, fast be, charging or your, something. Yeah, way faster than you would normally be able to get with USB-C. But USB-C goes to pretty yeah, high wattage, yeah, so. Yeah. So the developer beta of 14.5 is out now. 
the public beta, as we are recording this, has not dropped yet. We keep thinking it's going to drop soon. We thought it was going to drop before we recorded this podcast, but it didn't. So it might be available by the time you hear this. So if you're interested in the public beta, uh, we have instructions on our website on how you can join that program. Just a word of warning. Remember, it is beta software. So you run the risk of possible issues with your apps and your phone. So if you can't afford to have that kind of risk, you know, just wait till it comes out. How long after the public beta does the does does the Golden Master usually get released? It varies a lot, but I'm gonna guess this will be out either in February or like the first week of March. It's not gonna when, be more when when Apple like released March. that statement about the privacy stuff. They said early spring, so it could be that it takes a little longer, maybe mid to late March. That's when they're gonna flip the switch to require it of developers, but that doesn't so mean update, that's, that's true. The update could, the update. could, could arrive earlier. Just not yeah. have that stuff live yet. Yeah, maybe. So we don't know. My guess is at least March. Because there's, there's a lot of stuff here that needs to work and they need to you know, get going. And if you want more information on the 14.5 features, we've got links on our website. You can also check the show notes for this podcast. That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 729. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via the podcast app through soundcloud.com or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you next time.